Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm producer Dan. We are back. Might not seem it to uh, seem like it to you guys, but we haven't done this in a little bit. I went to funny, sunny Florida for two weeks, and I specifically told you guys uh, before I left, please, for the love of God, don't destroy any multi-billion dollar beer conglomerates. And uh, I pretty much got a big old no can do, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Moses, because you're pretty much the agent of chaos around here. What did you do? I've been sitting here minding my own business since you left. <laughs> Haven't moved an inch. <laughs> I believe that in a lot of ways, actually. Smells horrible. And I ran out of deodorant early on. Yeah. There's no toilet in this room. It's all around you. Oh, yeah. It is now, at least. Is, yeah. uh, I guess we didn't really clean up the studio before we started. No, this just the bar top, which, you know. Uh, Live in our shame. Oh, no. <laughs> Justin, you're the one who's supposed to help me, you know, herd these cats every once in a while. What happened? Listen, Dan, I'm a big failure. I'll admit it. Uh, in fact, I've been binge drinking for the past four days. So this is going to be an interesting night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and our special guest, uh, I think you actually get the most amount of blame because you happen to be our special guest. That's fair. Uh, I'll introduce myself first. I am uh, Bog Waits. And I don't really know what the hell Moses did, to be quite honest with you, since obviously it's one of my first times on the actual show. Uh, he appears to be filthy. I can say that. Uh, his clothes are tattered. And you described to me that you're only gone for a few weeks. So given that he hasn't moved, it's really very confusing the, the degree of disarray that he's actually in. The stench around the room is what it is. And that's why I'm drinking whiskey today, despite the, uh, the hour and my chagrin with the overall environment that we're recording in. But I'm happy to be here. It is early. And uh, everyone seems lovely. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And before we start with the topic, we're going to talk about something that's already getting hit up on YouTube. Videos are getting removed. And so we don't really want to be in a position where we kind of pull our punches. We want to have fun. We're a bunch of guys that meet up in a bar and talk some shit. Mm -hmm. So we're going to say the things that we believe and we're going to say the things that we want to say. So this is my call to action for everyone listening. Please subscribe to the podcast mm -hmm. on any platform, on almost every platform, because we don't know what will get us hit on which platform, whether it's Google, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else we can potentially get taken down for what we say, what we believe, or just, you know, overall having fun because sarcasm doesn't really come across too well in algorithms. Yeah, yeah. So As far as Bud Light goes, it doesn't take much to get banned. So yeah. I feel like we're probably going to lose about 50% or so just coming out of this. And so since it's happening on YouTube too, yeah. you should also follow our Rumble channel. You should follow our, you know, YouTube channel. Though if it does, if this, you know, podcast does get pulled, on uh, YouTube, you do have the backup plan of Rumble. So make sure you follow our channels there. We're at Loud and Drunk. We're also on social media. You never know what's going to happen on social media. It's a lot of vitriol. You don't know what Elon Musk is doing from any given day on Twitter. I but mean, we you are... do kind of <laughs> But we're at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, if you like this podcast, you want to see us grow, and also if you really don't want us to, you know, have to deal with algorithms and all that stuff, help us build the paywall by, con by contributing to our locals account. We're building a Patreon account, but it's not up yet, but we should have that up soon, and that way you can spend your money on us, and maybe we'll get some cameras in here, and everything will look nice, except for Moses, who is <laughs> just true, absolutely shocking, just decaying in front of change. us. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you just mean the clothes and not yourself, but a boy can dream. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. 
So the topic at hand, this topic that's already getting knocked out, uh, getting certain people knocked off uh, YouTube, Bud Light, mm-hmm. which is water that identifies yes. as beer, yeah. has partnered or did partner or had some sort of partnership <laughs> with Dylan Mulvaney, who is a trans activist and a woman cosplayer of some kind. Mm. Essentially what happened is that Bud Light had printed select cans with Dylan Mulvaney's face on it right. and sent it to Dylan Mulvaney. Did not go up for public sale. Okay. Yeah, and this was to celebrate the transition for a full year. Mm. So like mm. uh, 365 days of girlhood, I think is Something, what. Oh, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, being a lady. Dylan Mulvaney was a musical theater actor. Right. And then during the COVID lockdowns, transitioned mm-hmm. from a man to a woman. Okay. And lady started man. a whole TikTok thing of just journaling the days of girlhood type right deal. yeah oh uh, so that that's how they came to know right it was like through tiktok and stuff like yes. that oh, okay i was gonna say I, like I, yeah because it to me it's it's confusing why it matters but i guess that's you know <laughs> well that's also, TikTok for you dylan mulvaney also like interviewed joe biden president oh really like, just, like oh. yeah it's like i guess through how the influence of being on tiktok rose to uh, right, much yeah. more prominence than just being <laughs> an actor in the book of mormon right yeah right yeah that's fair so honestly, Book of Mormon is that's praisable being it is that. a good, yeah, it's but a, interviewing Joe Biden, I don't I mean I, I guess people care. Is it really that hard? Yeah, right? You too, they broke a man and that's it, you know. So what happened yes. is Anheuser Busch is a conservative corporation, donates a lot of money to, you know, Republicans yeah, and Republican causes. Conservatives lost their minds. Mm-hmm. They started a boycott. You can say it's justifiable, unjustifiable, whichever. Result of the boycott, Bud Light lost $5 billion in market value mm-hmm. and took a stock market hit. They've kind of reassessed where they are with Dylan Mulvaney in terms of any kind of uh, advertising <laughs> partnership. They've let Oh my go- God, is he turning back into a man now? <laughs> They've... <laughs> Let go or at least put on administrative leave or some sort of uh, stay of leave. The person in charge okay. of this advertising campaign. Oh, I mean, there's so, there's so many things well, that go the, yes, along with I mean, this. this, this <laughs> it's, when we were like, when we first got back, after we got back from Florida, you know, just talking like what we missed, like how was your trip, blah, 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 blah. And of course, we talked a little bit about this. And it's like, it's just so wildly weird from so many different angles. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how did... Yeah. Certain things come to pass. Yeah. It just makes absolutely no sense. And like when I first heard about this, it was like one of those things I didn't hear about it from like a news source or anything like that. I woke up and like, you know, you're doing your morning thing. You're like scrolling through shit. And I just see a video of Kid Rock shooting up a bunch of cases of Bud Light. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's just it. Because sometimes when, you know, the shit hits the fan, you need a real American badass to stop. Oh, well, Joe yeah. Biden's doing interviews and Trump's going on about whatever the fuck he talks about. <laughs> and Bud Light's just fucking up. You need somebody like Kid Rock to kind of put it all in perspective for oh, you. I, and I, yeah. I thank him for doing that. I, I can't better. tell you the last time that I shot a beer bottle. But, you know. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. But it might have been forever for me. <laughs> So my question to you guys yeah. is what did you when cuz there's this is this was national news. Oh, Everyone yep. has commented on this from Joe Rogan to Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. on the view. <laughs> Everyone has had a thought on it which is amazing because it's completely irritating and bewildering to me that this is actually a story. Oh, 100%. Really? What do, what what do we make of this situation? I'll give you my hot take on it cuz like I don't really care about like a lot of like hardline issues that this is like tickling a lot of people's fancies for. Mm -hmm. But it's like, first of all, I was 
well, I guess in order of operations, like the outrage, like I saw the Kid Rock thing, and I'm like, well, okay, what is happening here? Then I have to look, and I'm like, well, why, why was this decision made in the first place? Yeah. And it's like, like for such a big entity yeah. to like, and especially an entity that, like, listen, it's Bud Light. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's and they're not a, part, they're a great product, but it definitely has like a place in like Americana, I guess, mm. if you will. It's just, it's like bewildering that they would even, and now like you said, Dan, I guess never, this is something that wasn't even like put out to the masses. No, it was, like it was proof just, of something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was specifically like, their rationale is that this was just done to you know, celebrate in an individual and their achievement, which is kind of weird because wow, they it's didn't. It's weird. It's because weird because like Dylan Mulvaney didn't do anything. You right. had a sex change. Great. Right. That's, Congratulations. That's where I was going to go with it because I feel like when you're when you're kind of like looking at the the the, the cause of the whole thing, you kind of got to look at you know Budweiser's motivations yeah. as a multinational corporation. So you're going to celebrate this person. Let's say that they overcome you know whatever their their you know perceived or real problem was. It's not like. Bud Light is putting anybody else who does the same thing onto cans. You know, somebody who overcomes depression or um, being, you know, racially disparaged or whatever the case may be. So it's very targeted. And to me, that smacks of just like really fucking deliberate. And if it's very deliberate in that way, and my, my you know, the, the um, uh, uh, nihilism in me says that, Bud Light wasn't doing this because they give a shit about that person. They figured that this was a good play. And that's not a that's not a, an honest reason to do anything, obviously. It's it's just wild because it is such a big play, but like know your audience of your product. Yeah. Well, they yeah. even went after their own audience because the person that was in charge of this campaign said that Bud Light had a, like a culture problem because it was too fratty and too like middle age and what are you doing? Those are the only people that drink your beer to begin with yeah. because people either graduate from that point and drink something better right. or they remember the time that they were in their frat house or in the military or whatever when they were a young man or a woman and drinking Bud Light and like, oh, I'm just going to keep drinking it because it reminds, takes me back to <laughs> oh, that time okay. when I was puking in a trash can and somebody had to hold my hair I for mean, me. That's I'll, a lot of Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I'll straight up, I mean, I, I'm going to pander to the, to the, the stereotype of the whole thing and I'm just going to say that Presumably, my observation of life, the limited amount of uh, uh, gay folks of both genders and trans folks and so on and so forth that I've run into have far better taste than to drink <laughs> Bud Light. That's like one of the benefits that you get. If you're a gay man, you usually have a better sense of style than a straight man. Unless the, the straight man is black, maybe, you know, but that's the trade I'm just going to cut, cut, cut white men out of this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, you're not drinking Bud Light. So going hand in hand, cater to the fucking audience. It's basically what, like rednecks and blue collar and so on and yeah, so and, forth. Yeah, and, and frat houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It's, it's more it's of the just, same thing. Yeah, yeah cheap, cheap beer for people who can't afford, you know, to go out and buy like a craft beer that's like, <laughs> Nine dollars for four bottles. <laughs> oh, God. You're being yeah, that's kind of cheap. That's kind of <laughs> cheap. Yeah, that is right. It's really like sixteen for four bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, that's why it's so. I mean, it's not confusing. Is the wrong word. It's just like, how did this even come to pass? Yeah. Is like really. It just seems like so many missteps, and that uh, that woman that was talking about the frat house culture and stuff like that. Who is she? She was um, somebody she, of note. At yeah, she was. Uh, she's Alyssa. Uh, Herner Sheed, however you pronounce that name. Uh -huh. uh, Bud Light's <laughs> VP of Marketing. I actually pulled up a quote here. 
Um, this is what she said. If we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, uh, how young are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, Toddlers. 12, I guess. That's you gotta get them young. Down, right? There will be no future for Bud Light, the beer's VP of marketing explained last month. What I brought to this was a belief in, okay, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Um, what kind does of, that mean? Kind of whiffed, right? <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. of fucking whiffed. Nothing. That, yeah. that statement means nothing. Yeah. It's I like, think that we should all be good to each other. That statement had all like uh, those, the hot tags that you're supposed to yeah, like yeah. do yeah, when you're making a statement yeah. along those lines. Oh, you just got to say these 15 words. I don't care how you mash them together. Yeah, just get exactly. it out there. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Oh, th- no, there's actually more because let's, let's dive a little bit of, uh, into her background. Sure. The executive be- became the first woman to lead Bud Light in the brand's 40-year history and was recognized by Ad Age in 2022 as one of the 40 under 40 rising stars in marketing, advertising, and media. <laughs> uh, whatever her last name is. Yeah. I haven't heard it. So was promoted to the job after a nearly eight-year tenure at Anheuser-Busch in mm-hmm. various marketing roles including a recent stint as VP of Direct-to-Consumer Marketing, which includes e-commerce. She created the role of Bud Light Blue VP. I have no idea what that is. Which refers to the main (laughs) brand, proposing it to a top Anheuser-Busch executive through a 30-page pitch. Nice. It it came after nearly four years of working on Bud Light, including overseeing the 2019 Game of Thrones Super Bowl ad. So she had some success and completely whiffed. Blue $5 billion of company money, which I'm sure that's why she's on administrative leave. That that sounds like to me like you've had, you know, you get a level of notoriety, you get a level of success, and you take that big swing and you just absolutely miss. Yeah. I don't, yeah. To me, I guess it escapes the, the, just the general notion of what are you going for with it. Also, I think it's like, to me, it sounds like a little oxymoronic. There's no future of Bud Light unless we... (laughs) get these people to drink our beers where I guess that was going. Well, but that, that, that just means that there's no future of Bud Light because yeah. you're kind of implying that you're not going to have the like low key blue collar, you know, white American casual racist drinking your beer. You're going to somehow convert everyone else to drinking it, which kind of answers its own question. Because in other words, if you think that that person who's wrong won't exist in the future, <laughs> then why are you making such an effort to overpower them right now if that's the inevitable conclusion in a short enough amount of time that it affects your career? It's just yeah. a, it's a wild move. Yeah. I, it, that's just to me, I just look at that, I'm like, wow, that's a fucking leap, man. Yeah. That yeah. is an absolute fucking leap. I have a question, though. Yeah. Do, like, does it turn you gay, drinking Bud Light? Yeah. I've long suspected, but I didn't want to say it. I almost picked up a case when I was uh, stopping at the liquor store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bud Light exists. Right. <laughs> wanted to see if we could turn, you know, turn queer on air or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's better than Coors, but I don't think Coors turns you gay. That bullet train kills a lot of people every year. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the cocaine that goes along with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the first 20 cars are just cores, but there's another 20 past <laughs> oh, that, that. And that they are loaded loose. with powder, friend. Once that <laughs> shit gets aerosol. It's funny because it's like, to me, like, like well, what did we usually drink when we were Was it Miller Lite, I think? Probably Miller Lite. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, we drank yeah. a lot of, like, Miller Lite. Uh, I mean, of course, there was, like, Bud Heavies and shit like that, but, I mean, all that shit kind of tastes the same to me. It's all the same. It's, it's like I this see- watery, watery beer substance. When I see people drinking, what is it called, Bud 
platinum. It comes in a. a I know of it. I can tell you what it's supposed it's like to be. Like a can bottle of some blue sort. Bottle, isn't it? it's, it's, a, it's a fancy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fancy one. Um, I see people order that, and for the longest time, I thought that it was like a higher proof, and that's the reason. <laughs> and then somebody told me, they were like, no, it's the exact same product. You just pay twice as much for it. So aghast, I guess is the word. I thought it was lower calorie or something. Like when all those no, beers they have were like coming out with low-calorie uh, low beers. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think that's it. Isn't that like Bud Zero, or am I thinking of Coke? I don't know. <laughs> <The soda. laughs> that's a Coke Zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why anybody drinks any of these products. Coors is just Bud Light with pennies in it, and that's where you get that flavor from. <laughs> they filter the pennies out before it goes into the canning process. That's how I feel about any of those beers that come in like a, a green bottle or a green can. I feel like they're all just steeped in pennies. Yeah, that's all like, that it is. Like yeah. if you remember, like Rolling Rock and like uh, yeah. Heineken even even has that for me. Yeah, just that Be- metallic taste. Because you need to get enough zinc and enough copper <laughs> yeah. in your diet, and there's oh, a lot it's of fortified. People, I it's can't fortified it exactly. A lot of people who are drinking those types of beverages all day. They're not actually eating any food. Oh, thank God. Uh, I don't have to eat Wonder Bread to, anymore. Yeah, they wake up and they, <laughs> they make sure that the Confederate flag has no wrinkles in it. Yeah. And then you go back to, you know, just kind of drinking your regular beer. But you do need, there actually are like macro chemicals that you got to, uh, macronutrients that mm-hmm. you have to put in your bloodstream. And that's what those beers provide. They're actually doing a service to keep Americans strong. And that I can back up. But Is as soon as you bring, what's that? Is there fluoride in those? They, oh, I, I hope so. I hope you know, so, because I don't drink tap water. That'll make <laughs> no. you gay, too. That's what I've heard. That's why the frogs are gay around uh, here. I run the hose sometimes for two. I, I get wasted <laughs> on buds. And then the hose, the fucking, the hose is gone, the fucking yard's flooded, and I come outside, and the frogs are, it's you like know, they're into it a little bit, you know? <laughs> and I got to go back inside. Thank God they can't fucking reach the doorknobs. But, I mean, you know, I've, not yet. I've, met, oh. I've stayed, yeah, not yet. Yeah. Clever girl. I've stayed strong this, this amount of time. Some of those frogs are pretty good looking, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But I digress. You'll find your prince one day. Yeah. I keep kissing toads, buddy. <laughs> you're one of them. I don't know why you're making jokes. Here's a minute for the time. It's the only reason I have to sit in between you two idiots. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about how shitty Bud Light is. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So there was an act so there was a huge boycott of this. Yeah. Obviously mentioned before that they lost, you know, five actually closer to six billion dollars. Now, let's dive in a little bit into the actual culture war aspect of this. Sure. I pulled this from Fox Business, so, mm-hmm. you know. So excuse, you know it's real. Excuse <laughs> some of the verbiage there because, you know, they, you know yeah. how they lean. Can we bleep out the racial epithets <laughs> from their actual diet? <laughs> and then just skip over it. Uh, no, let's just roll with it. Yeah, let's, let's this go is for all it, baby. Fox Business. Strap in. <laughs> Bud Light suffers a bloodbath <laughs> as longtime and loyal consumers revolt against transgender campaign. Bud Light suffered a bloodbath this past weekend. <laughs> wow. That is the opening <laughs> sentence and headline this of this. Is this written by Jim Ross? <laughs> <laughs> it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> Consumers nationwide revolted against the nation's top-selling beer brand after it stepped recklessly into the culture wars last week. This is an older um, article. Yeah. With its new spokesperson, transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, <laughs> according to bar owners and beer industry experts around the country. I think society flexes its muscles sometimes and reminds manufacturers that the consumer is still in charge. Jeff Fitter, <laughs> owner of Case and Bucks, a restaurant and sports bar in 
Barnhart, Missouri, told Fox Business. I'll tell oh. you, when I'm looking for like an authoritative figure on pretty much any subject. Go to Missouri. When, yeah, absolutely. It's always Barnhart, Missouri. That's where I'm looking. I don't know if I said that right, Dan, because I've never actually been there. It's Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's our 50th star, people. Isn't that the show me state? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. First in flight, I think. <laughs> the, first, yeah. the Garden State, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You are somehow right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's a first. <laughs> in Bud Light's effort to be inclusive, they excluded almost everyone else, including their traditional audience. <laughs> Something we already kind of mentioned yeah. that they kind of just burnt the bridge from their all, all their paper. Before I lose the thought. I will also say this, though, in counter to that, I don't care <laughs> what the company that I'm buying shit from. This is a multinational corporation. They don't care about me. They don't care about any of us or any of you listening. So I don't care what their beliefs are. If that's And, I, and that, there's quotes going on right now. I don't care if they care about a trans person or a gay person or a white man or a black man or really anyone at all, you know? Well, it's just, why does it matter? Well, what you're forgetting is that corporations are people. They are. And, and I, and I and respect you, that above everything else. And they're people more than you are. Yeah. Maybe more than I am. I, yeah, I don't have a can with uh, my face on it. That's true. Well, you're not a minority. I am, though. One I day got I'll out get of that bed can. today. Yeah. What? Where the fuck is my congratulatory shitty beer? I don't know. You're drinking Modelo right now. Isn't no, that good it's, enough? It's, uh, you're pretending to be Spanish. Pina Picante. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> you said it right this time. Moses, what have you done to deserve a can of beer? I got out of bed. I guess that's more than Dylan Mulvaney. (laughs) In fairness, from the brief imagery that I saw, that motherfucker is very flexible and clearly a great Broadway. Is that what it was? Well, it worked in uh, Book of Mormon. Yeah, Book of Mormon. That was was one of the most successful. uh, I was going to say, Book of Mormon. I have not actually been to see it, but it sounds pretty fucking awesome. What do you want out of it? I'll give props to that. I'm not putting them on a beer can if I own a beer company. (laughs) I don't give a shit. There's great people on Broadway, (laughs) regardless of their orientation or whatever. They should be putting, like, Cartman and Kenny on a beer can. For what? Because they're fucking... They're fictitious. I'm still in favor of what you're doing. Isn't Dylan Mulvaney fictitious, in a sense? I think it's a real person. Kinda? Well, I mean, didn't it is a real person. They exist in nature. Yeah. It's a real person. Moses, do you know how this works? Yeah. It's not made up. It's an actual thing. But you bring up a good point because people really got attached to Bud Light. And yeah. also something that you mentioned before, uh, mm. Justin, off uh, off mic with yeah. Jack Daniels, where people were burning their yeah, uh, Jack Daniels yeah, there was and a news Bud article. Of, Sorry, didn't mean uh, to talk over no, you there. No worries. A uh, local guy, <laughs> I guess, lost his shit over uh, Jack Daniels' little thing, I guess, which is a little older now, and went into his backyard and burned all his Jack Daniels collectibles. Yeah. Imagine being so wealthy. Imagine having <laughs> stuff like, I I collect merchandise and bottles from Jack Daniels <laughs> or Budweiser or whatever. Why are you so attached to this brand? I was going to go right there with it. Why is your personal identity... And that's the identity politics thing that comes up here from time to time. Why is your identity so intrinsically tied to a multinational corporation that absolutely does not care about any of these things? But also the same thing you could mention, because we had this discussion also off of Mike, why 
add politics to your company. You're only going to oh, yeah. see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it goes in both directions. Yeah. yeah. They add politics because they think that it will do the identity thing. And people are very inclined towards being like, I identify myself as a Bud Light drinker. <laughs> and and that's shameful. You know, I feel like if you gave me the choice where it was like, listen, Pete, you're a straight man. You're not inclined that way, but you could either transition and be the opposite gender. And now you're, you're doing what you're doing. Or you could transition to being a Bud Light drinker. I would probably have to spend the rest of the day thinking about that pretty deeply for the most part. <laughs> no, I'm That's good. a tough trait. You know? I'm going on one hand, on like, I'm not, I don't want to, like, I'm not into guys. Like, I'm not into, yeah. I'm not into the myriad that goes with that. I don't want to have surgery done that is unnecessary. I don't want to take hormones. <laughs> I don't want to have my necessary surgeries yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to transition to another gender. But if the alternative is that I have to drink Bud Light for the rest of my life, I'm going to give that some serious thought. I'm going to give it some really serious thought. You could just drink anything. There's so many beers. Also, yeah. that's another point of this. Why do this? There's so many options right. now. I mean, even if you just want to drink a Pilsner, yeah. there's like, what, like 100,000 Pilsners out there? It's, yes. It's wild. There, There is just a... Would you say I have a plethora? <laughs> yes. I mean, there are so many options out there. And like, even if you're in some like fucking far thrown podunk small market, you can still get a decent amount of choices at your local liquor store, 7-Eleven or whatever it is. Maybe not if you live in like rural Alaska or something. Uh, rural Alaska might be tough. That might be tough. And I don't know where the market is for Bud. Sorry, Alaska fans. Yeah, you know, it's like five people there. So, you know, I mean, I don't know who are trying to impress. Oh, my God, can we please just start pandering to them? <laughs> just uh, to the Alaskans? Just most of the You know what? Hey, Anchorage, this yeah. is the Lots of Road Podcast. If you guys dish out a sentence that doesn't have the word moose in it, then I, I just dial it. Dan, edit that out. <laughs> oh, nothing's getting edited. We just found our audience. <laughs> but there is more to this uh, culture war bullshit aspect yep. of this story because you had uh, Donald Trump Jr., son of the former president. That's on his authority r- right there. On his Rumble page, by the way, please subscribe to our Rumble please. page in case we <laughs> get knocked off of YouTube for this uh, <laughs> for this podcast. He went on his Rumble uh, channel and told everyone to back off, stop boycotting uh, uh-huh. Bud Light because of their past of contributing to the Republican Party, yeah. because of their past of, you know, just being conservative type of company. Right. And I he make money a, from this. And he <laughs> caught a fair amount of shit for that, too. Yeah. It, it, it just goes to show you that, like, you can never be too conservative or too Trumpy or too woke or yeah, all that yeah. stuff. You just get into that sort of weeds, and you're like, no, no, you're kind of, the way he said it, you're shooting before you aim. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you have a bu- and then you had a bunch of more people commenting on it. Like Joe Rogan kind of said, "Who gives a shit?" and drank a Bud Light on his podcast. Right, right. Yeah. You also. Oh my God, is he is he is he gay, gay now? Yeah. He's gay now. Oh. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. I haven't liked him in years, but still. Oh, maybe now you like him. Oh, you know what? I've been drinking a little bit of Bud Light, so I think I'm getting closer. <laughs> and then yeah. these frogs are looking better and better. And we just watched this in a way to kind of you know. Tone back all of this transgender talk. Uh-huh. Budweiser released <laughs> a, a, a brand new commercial, which is just essentially a horse running yeah. for about a minute. 
and them tell and just a narrator telling you this is a story about a bear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a bear and the American spirit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has nothing to do with how you identify. It's just about horses. And you as a horse, the listener, ourselves here, we're all horses. And therefore, it's highly relatable back to the beer that they produce. It's a beer for American horses who care about this country, oh. not liberal horses and not horses <laughs> that are so conservative that they've lost their way. We're middle of the road horses and we're capturing the entirety of the horse vote with that. All of the, the beer consumption that should happen in this country, if you really, if you believe in this country as a horse, Moses, I'm talking to you as a horse I'm right a now. terrible horse. Yeah, no, you've, you're not great. Yeah, and honestly, you've been shitting in this room for quite some time. Oh, even, that's what that is. Even the worst horse that I know has the decency to take a shit outside, but here we are. As long as you care about this country and you're an American horse, and that's really what it comes down to, you should be drinking Bud. Not these craft beers, because that's really not what capitalism is about. We're talking about America. We're talking about just bringing everybody together through a conglomeration, corporations merging, buying each other, and they don't believe in anything. And that's really the most American thing in the first place, that we don't believe in anything, but we pretend to. And we get into an uproar when someone disagrees with the belief that we didn't even really hold in the first place. And that's beautiful. I love that. I saw that same commercial, and I just <laughs> assumed that Bud Light comes from horses. It does. Well, like it's you, female yeah, horses. You mil- yeah. yeah, the female well, horse. They don't want to milk a male horse. It's a mare. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not milking you. <laughs> no, that's how you get a milk stout. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and they're, they're too so, heavy. It's getting so summertime. Viscous. You don't want yeah. that now. They're so vicious. That's a winter drink. But, uh, yeah, that, that commercial is funny. It was like, America and his horse. And uh, you give your friends and your other blue-collar fellows a handshake. Yeah. And America. Or a hoof shake. America, country built on beer. You yeah. got to seize that American spirit. Yeah. I wish that horse had a pack of Marlboros. Did anybody notice the little subtle 9-11 uh, <laughs> yes. homage oh, I had to that? Yeah. Yeah. When it ran yeah. right never by forget. the skyline and never <laughs> yeah. forget. Yeah. Like, you never shameless, forget. Yeah. shameless motherfuckers. Listen, if you care about the fact that we were attacked on 9-11, then you should probably be drinking, bud. But that's fine. If you want to go and join ISIS, that's your right. That's your right. And we will defend that. We're coming for you. They were- we're coming for you, and we're dropping cans from the sky, motherfucker. <laughs> You think they're going to put Dillville on a, on a missile? <laughs> you imagine that? Just like, just you're just like, them up you're like chilling a out. You're like, you're like thinking about like, maybe I'm going to go and do some like, whatever people consider terrorism these days. And then just all of a sudden a Bud Light crashes through the window <laughs> and explodes and you get some in your mouth. <laughs> and like, you don't know if you're gay now or not, but you're definitely disgusted because the flavor is awful. <laughs> And as you as you stumble around, just the shrapnel just comes together, and it's just Dylan Mulvaney's oh, face. No. Oh, no. That God. large, just is. unnatural smile. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That might do it for me. That might be what pushes me over the edge of Bud Light gay or frog gay. I don't even know where I'm at with it anymore. It's so confusing, the overall subject. The future is bright, my friends. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we're doing well. Yeah, I'm also is, on board with uh, the idea of just dropping cans on people. <laughs> I'm kind 
kind of into it. Yeah. We spend a lot of billion, <laughs> hundreds of billions of dollars on the military. Like some, some of those things like, could be cans and it costs so little to do. <laughs> and the PR from it alone, if you could just get one of those drones to like zoom oh in right God. as the can hits somebody's face oh at like, God. what is it? Like the, the acceleration of the can <laughs> really got 300 miles an hour. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it'd probably be very gruesome. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. a little rough. All right, maybe we won't put that just on air. We'll show the after effects though as we dump the body into the sea and we're like, Bud Light killed this motherfucker. <laughs> a Bud Light seeking missile. Yeah, oh absolutely. This Bud's yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So another person who dove into this topic okay. was Joe Rogan. Yes. So his initial take on this, and I'm reading from Newsweek, here's my take, Rogan began. What they're doing is just spreading the brand to an extra group of people. Why? If something is good, you don't give a fuck who's got it. Yeah. But he asked the question, um, you know, would you, if, if this was about cheesecake, would you give a shit if like Antifa now was like a part of like the partnership with cheesecake? Would you stop eating cheesecake because I mean, Antifa you, was involved? Now that you put it that way, cheesecake is uh, an important thing in my life. Well, I was actually going to go in a different direction with that. I think that cheesecake is pretty much the only way that you can fight fascists for the most part. Oh, just That's- let them eat cake? Well, <laughs> that's what I was, um, we're doing a Marie Antoinette. Yeah, like, I don't know how we made that jump, yeah. but that's deep. That's deep. I don't, I'm, you want to also just toss me, in the cake as a lie? Yeah. Oh, let yeah. me finish. Let me finish my whiskey before we discuss <laughs> late 18th century politics in Europe. That is a whole to do for me. But Justin, you mentioned this before mm-hmm. uh, with the Kid Rock shooting up the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. cans uh, thing. Joe Rogan said this. On the other hand, I love Kid Rock's video. I love that kind of thinking. Not even that I agree with it. I like wild people. I like a dude who can take a machine gun to a stack of Bud Lights is like, fuck Anheuser-Busch. But I mean, where is he going to go now? You're going to go to Coors Light? Don't they support LGBTQ plus Rogan asked? So it's like, yeah, he's, he's got a point <laughs> there. Like, they point. all do the same kind of pride They're all doing stuff. the same thing. Yeah. No corporation wants to shut out a yeah. potential group of buyers. That's what it comes down to. Which is why when people go on about how they're not going to you know, buy Bud Light anymore or whatever, you're just going over to another brand, which is owned by the same corporation almost always because you only have Molson Coors on the other side. So like that's that's it. So you can drink that, but it's the exact same thing. You know, yeah. everybody's doing the same thing because they're not trying to exclude anybody. And I guess the people who are in an uproar about it, their reaction to it is that they want it to be more exclusive than that, to be this you know whatever blue collar kind of thing. And again, I just go back to I don't fucking care. I'm yeah. just trying to get drunk on Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like like you like you you're bringing your politics into like a drunken Sunday in a backyard, and that's just. You're thinking too much, friend. How exclusive could it be if it's one of the top-selling beers? Well, that's you know? just it. It's that there. you figure you've got InBev and you've got Molson Coors, and those yeah. are the only two corporations that you can buy from in this country, and they both believe, you know, believe <laughs> <laughs> in the same things. So you're really not doing anything. You're just kind of bitching about nonsense. I don't know. But then they turn around and do that spirit of America, yeah. whatever the hell yeah. commercial, <laughs> which Joe Rogan actually called, like I'll read a little bit of what sure. he said here. It's so stupid and cliche. Yeah, it is. It hurts my feelings it's so dumb. Yeah. This is a company in deep shit. 
Uh, Look, oh boy. And then he describes the commercial yes, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Look, you've got the prairies, the ocean, <laughs> you've got a Clydesdale running down the street. 9-11. I would respect this if they had this and then Dylan Mulvaney starts cartwheeling into the frame. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. I wish. I wish that they doubled down that way. That would have... I would have, I would have bought some of their beer. I would have. They need to do a commercial uh, akin to Starship Troopers where it's... You know, just a bunch of random people drinking oh. Bud Light saying, I'm an American. I'm doing my part. <laughs> in fairness, Moses, all of those commercials in the movie Starship Troopers were absolutely a parody of Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> yeah, Joseph Goebbels, Goebbels yeah. Nazi films that were meant to <laughs> recruit soldiers into the Wehrmacht and the Waffen-SS. Well, that sounds like what, that's what Bud Light was trying to do. It's, I think it's what they would love to do, but, but that is a pretty big leap. You know, even if you're into that line of thinking, you're not necessarily trying to be married to it. There's a reason in that movie why they're from Buenos Aires. Yeah. yeah, Because yeah. Yeah. they're the sexiest. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. He's, yeah, he drank some of that Bud Light before we got here. Yeah, everybody in that Fucking film is gorgeous. Yeah. Don't wink at me. Yeah, he said. <laughs> oh, why were you in there? Get this man a course. <laughs> People all over the world. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this is like the story that just keeps on giving. It has not died. I mean, obviously, as you said, some of this stuff is actually being hit now on YouTube, but it's just like... Just weird little twists and turns over like the past two weeks. Yeah, well, it just it goes into again conservatives, you know, doing their thing on YouTube. Yeah. They get pulled down because yeah. some of them don't pull any punches. Right. They say like they. It, if you listen to them, they would say that they're getting pulled because they're misgendering uh, Dylan Mulvaney, which is fair because <laughs> okay. like well, you're you're a human jigsaw puzzle. Right, like, right. What are you? Right. Right. <laughs> And I, I, I was going to actually, I was thinking about whether I was going to do this or not, but like, I kind of, I'm going to ask you guys after I kind of go on this little tirade, what sure. you think of the boycott. I kind of get it yeah. because at the end of the day, you are kind of alienating a, a group of people mm -hmm. for so, like just to prop up someone that's like a TikTok influencer. And like, I just went to Florida. I visited my, you know, my brother, my uh, sister-in-law mm -hmm. and their newborn child. The one thing that Dylan Mulvaney will never have to worry about is shooting out a kid, mm. carrying the kid for nine months before that. Yet. And then, Yet. And then not being able to leave the house for a few months because the baby's not taking a bottle. Mm. And guess what? Your food now. Yeah. yeah. My sister-in-law has to worry about of that. Course, yeah. Because there's that's that's her life now. Yeah. That's she something could transition, Dan. <laughs> uh, all she needs is a Bud Light. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I raised two sisters. I raised my two kids' sisters. I doubt Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is only like 26, 27 years old or something I, like I, that. I know nothing okay. about this yeah, person. I, don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Certainly. So around my kids' sister's age, mm -hmm. I defy this person to ever tell me when he had to get sat down and talked to by a father, a mother, an older sibling, if you're ever at a party... Don't leave your drink unescorted. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to leave your drink unescorted, it no longer exists to you. Don't go back to it. Don't, especially don't drink uh, from it because you have the distinct possibility of yeah. getting roofied yeah. and then getting raped when you're unconscious. What's the downside? <laughs> <laughs> I've left my drink abandoned many a time. Oh, the, the, the look across the bar right now. Yeah. I come back and it's flat. <laughs> <laughs> been waiting to have a good night <laughs> <laughs> well some of us 
don't have the tolerance for a roofie colada. No, it's... That says um, pina. Yeah. <laughs> that says pina right there. So... I said my spiel. I get, yeah. I get the idea of boycotting it. And also, you know, this happened to me when I was a Flyers blogger. I tell oh. the audience right now, I used to be a blogger for the Philadelphia Flyers. They did, uh, you know, a bunch of shit I didn't like. The last thing was they tore down the Kate Smith statue because they were like, oh, Kate Smith was a racist. And she was an actress in 1930. There was no possible way for her to get an acting role without going into blackface. That's and, kind and of like if the you were thing. white in America in yeah. 1930, you were whether you felt that way or not, you were by default a racist. But also at it the was same the only time way that you were allowed to be. When this woman actually got to a, a, an era of prestige, mm-hmm. she had her own show. She vocally said uh, she was vocally against racism, worked with yeah. black musicians yeah. and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So to call her a racist and it's tear absurd. down all that stuff is absurd, but they just yeah. went with it. And that's why, and that was a brand that you could throw back at me and say, Dan, you wore flyer shit all the time. Right. From the age of nine to like 36, <laughs> yeah. you were wearing flyer shit. Yeah. So you're a hypocrite for, you know, going after these Bud Light people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I, I get it. I get why you would do that. But also at the same time, I wouldn't associate myself with a, a beer because my drinking habits change wildly. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. years. I, I just think it for myself, it's that, I mean, first of all, I'm a big believer that just like everybody's, uh, it, it, part of it is the problem of just like the words, you know, like it, we, we use the word racism almost to define your observation of that somebody looks different from you, which is not fair. I think that if you're white, you notice that somebody's black. If you're black, you notice that somebody's white. There's nothing wrong with those observations. And hand in hand, once the observation is made, you obviously also make some sort of an association. It's basically, it is a stereotype. That thing in and of itself, me personally, I don't think that that's bad by itself. There's nothing wrong with looking at somebody because it's it's so natural to look at someone and then judge them. You're short, you're tall, you're a man, you're a woman, you're black, you're white, that type of thing. It's that when you then begin to ostracize them, to treat them in an unfair way, as opposed to meeting them first, that type of thing. There's nothing wrong with having a stereotype. Everybody whether they want to admit that they do or don't, everybody stereotypes everybody else down to the the lowest possible level. But it's that you don't need to treat somebody like shit just because they fall into the stereotype that you made up in your head, right or wrong. That's the bottom line. When you get back to these other things where it's like people pandering to it essentially to try and make somebody Mm. either a hero or a villain only adds fuel to that fire of people being ridiculous about it more or less you shouldn't be and it goes back to your you know should we be boycotting it or not no you shouldn't fucking really care nor should they have cared in the first place make fucking beer you're not a government you're not passing laws you're not fucking doing anything you make shitty beer and stupid people drink it and that's the bottom line about Bud Light, about any one of those companies. And if you're a gay person or you're transitioning or a man or a woman or black or white, you do you. And hopefully you don't have to interact with shitty people like Bud Light since they're people, since corporations are people. <laughs> Good. Now you're learning. <laughs> Finally. It only took me all these decades. Uh, for my point on the whole thing, like I'm not like a real big brand loyalty type guy. I never really have been. I drank Bud Light. I've drank Miller Light. I drank it all. You put a cold beer in my hand. Odds are, if it's a hot day, I'm going to fucking drink it. (laughs) 
But I can understand where, because I'm also like not a big sports guy either, so I really don't have that like kind of like loyalty type thing yeah. to anything like that. So I can understand conceptually how people can feel, you know, what you call it betrayed or whatever the case may be. It's just I, to me, it just doesn't register. But I get it. I get it. I don't really have any hard feelings because it just doesn't strike me that way. It just seems as business modality stuff. It's yeah. just kind of weird. That's the To me, those are the two things that stand out. On the one hand, it's that the people who feel so turned off by it mm -hmm. feel like maybe they're not being represented. I think that's a commentary on like American politics more mm -hmm. than it is about Bud Light. They feel not represented because the other group is being represented disproportionately. And obviously the entity doing that is saying that other group is underrepresented, mm -hmm. so I'm going to do the thing. And on the other side of it, it's that you've got people who, going back to my other statement, people identify mm -hmm. with this shit, which is insane to me because you, you shouldn't. You sh even, even if you do want to identify with a corporation for some fucking reason, because mm -hmm. you're obviously an idiot in the first place, <laughs> but even if you do want to do that, it's Bud Light. That's, that's what you're going with. That's your thing. It couldn't be NASCAR. You just go like full on, just fucking Confederacy. Just fucking nail that down. You know? More respectable. Yeah, yeah. It's more. It is more respectable. You know, maybe the South will rise again. Maybe Bud Light won't. You don't know. A, what do you suppose all those people boycotting are uh, are choosing now instead of Bud Light? Another brand owned by InBev. <laughs> but which one do you think is like making out on this? Uh, it's Corona. You think it's Corona? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I like Mexicans more than I like gays. So. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, Moses, because this is from a brew bound. Bud Light, caught up that's what I'm saying. Bud Light off-premise sales and volume decline in first week of boycott impact rough, but not catastrophic. Mm -hmm. um, there is data in here that su suggests Bud Light's downtrend and its competitors' uptrend. Okay. So I'm finding that real quick. Yep. For the week ending April 8th, Bud Light posted declines in off-premise beer sales, nearly seven, negative 7%, volume negative 10.7%, and dollar share, negative 3.7%. By comparison, for the week ending April 1st, Bud Light recorded decline in dollar sales, negative 1.6%, volume, negative 6.4%, and dollar share, negative 0.7%. And then right here somewhere, we should see uh, Molson Coors Lager, Challenger brands were both in the black for the week. Coors Light increased dollar sales plus 10.7%. Oh, it's an even swap. Yeah. Volume 5.5%. Dollar share 1.5%. While Mirla Light increased dollar sales 16.9%. Oh, Volume 11.7%. Uh, and dollar shares 2.3% for the week ending April 8th. Wow. So More people are trying to live the high life than the gay life, Dan. It's <laughs> the champagne of beers. Oh, no. uh oh. You drink that out of a stiletto. You're putting yeah. your toe in another controversy. I only drink out of stilettos. <laughs> and they're Jordan sometimes. International controversy. Yeah, yeah, the EU doesn't <laughs> consider that to be champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason to dislike <laughs> the French. It's the champagne that I want. <laughs> I'll throw some orange juice in it too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I feel like well, as, to come to as, scurvy. as a poor an American, mimosa. if you're a red-blooded American who feels so passionately about this subject, more so than myself, obviously, but you believe in the red, white, and blue, maybe it's the stars and bars. I don't know. I'm not going to judge you. Bottom line is that if you believe in these things and you're all about it, then why are you even drinking beer in the first place? Just drink liquor. 
That's what everybody was doing for times immemorial, ever since it was invented by Americans in 712, uh, what was that, Iran, Persia, something like that. We've been enjoying uh, it yeah, since yeah, then. Because yeah. that's the American pastime. It's whiskey, it's bourbon. These are the things. Well, when you switch over to those. Well, when you were a Viking back in the day, you didn't have to really worry about if your mead was going <laughs> woke. Mead, then. Exactly. <laughs> you think the Vikings didn't have woke? You know that no, they if did. anybody yeah. did, they would they, be the one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, they were too busy killing people. Oh, you're never too busy killing people. How to be insulting woke, is it to get killed by a woman, though? Yeah, <laughs> not for nothing. They were or a, a man bit, dressed as a woman. They were a little bit more inclusive than our society, which I never really thought about that but that's probably true i'm just waiting for next year when one of the big mgb like bourbon producers hires like sam elliott to come on to do a commercial he's like you know what beers are for queers yeah and uh, uh that's need the to bring that's the money move that's the money move right there absolutely and then you just like all these people that we're talking about and they're just like stumbling out of the bar and immediately crashing their cars into each other it's just the whole country becomes destruction derby for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take a pint of JMO, please. <laughs> Drink bullet bourbon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, now they put it in a smaller glass, even though it's the same amount. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an American. I don't know what a smaller glass is. This isn't fucking France. Not smashing. What is it? Coors. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not yeah. Bud Light. No. no. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild couple of weeks with this uh, whole affair. No, yeah. tell you, man. Yeah. I didn't know who this person was before. And had no, no clue. Yeah, yeah. and we'll forget soon. Yes. Well, because of my past job, I knew who this person was. Okay. I had oh, the, that makes sense. I had the unfortunate task of pulling certain videos that Dylan Mulvaney had made for TikTok, and a lot of it was just like, "This is going out to people," because. <laughs> Like the the is it just him doing makeup or something? No, it's not not that one. It was the one that I saw was Mulvaney was saying like, all right, this is like day whatever of me being like a woman. I notice I'm getting some like looks, so I can do like three things. I can like cut the genitals off. Mm -hmm. I can do what's called a tuck. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just sitting here being like... I've seen, um, what is that, uh, 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 the, the crying Hannibal game? Lecter movie. Which one oh, is that? Uh, 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 yeah. Silence Silence of the Lambs. Would you Buffalo fuck me? Yeah. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. Oh, shit. That fucking Cue Bud Light is getting into us right now. <laughs> what is that? That's all, you that see that how long that stare was? <laughs> <laughs> that song is Goodbye Horses, yes. right? It is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> we can't play it now. We'll get the copyright. I mean, it, it kind of fits. It's like, goodbye, horses, but like, you fucked. <laughs> you know what? That might be the title of the episode. Yeah. 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 Goodbye, horses. Yeah. I walked into, uh, this is a digression from our topic, but on the note of losing your balls, I walked into the bar today to go and get my uh, uh, Bloody Mary because, you know, yeah. I had to warm up for this a little bit and it was a rough <laughs> evening. And the first thing that a uh, bartender comes over... Walks over, she gets herself real comfortable, does that that lean on the other uh -huh. side of the bar, and I'm like slowly drifting away into the glass itself. And she just goes, I gotta ask you, I haven't seen you in a minute. How are your balls? <laughs> just full volume. She's got a loud voice like me. So everybody else at the bar, it's like six other people who are there this early. <laughs> and they all look over 
And I'm like, no, I'm happy to tell everyone about my balls. It's actually a subject that I love. Everyone wants to hear about. The first I've never got a felt so loved. Yeah. I've never dated a girl who cared so much about my balls as you men at the bar who I've never met before. And they all shared a Bud Light. Yeah, absolutely. Seven straws, please. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how that bar date ended, but you could imagine. <laughs> You'll notice I'm not drinking bourbon now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, yeah. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. About the champagne thing. Yeah. I, I do want to talk about the champagne Okay, beers. okay. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Talk about them shits. You're not allowed to import anything to Europe, which has in any way, shape, or relation, mm-hmm. the word champagne included in it, because oh. France owns that. And so in the case that came up recently, which I barely skimmed, mm-hmm. I forwarded the article over to you guys, but the gist of it is that somebody in Germany was ordering up High Life and France became aware of it? <laughs> of his order? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's a thing. Like, like Franz is ordering up yeah. a High Life? Like, it get was on like the- And it was 2,500 cans, which is a lot for us as individuals. But yeah. when you're talking about import, right. that's not like, that's, yeah. not, that's not a lot, you know? And so France became aware of it, and their champagne lobby, which is a thing there, yep. like we have bourbon and cigarettes and guns, and they've got champagne and sorrow, I guess. And, soft uh, cheeses. Soft cheeses, that's fair. Surrender. Um, <laughs> Pettiness. Yeah, yeah. And so they put in, a, they put in their, their, their legal complaint with, uh, with Belgium, the seat <laughs> of the, the – I don't know what the fuck is going on over big there. Big beer. Big beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big beer, yeah. And uh, so they uh, they were able to succeed in having all of those beer cans crushed was the word. Yeah. I guess it's a compactor. I don't know. I don't know the details of how they did that. I was curious, though. Um, they might have just laid them all out in a like in a plaza and everybody was just stomping them. Just like that? Yeah, just yeah. like a celebration. Of it's sorts. like a bunch of champagne growers. Yeah, farmers, you know, brewers. like how you stomp on a glass when you get married. If we're Jews? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I thought everyone did that. Did, did everyone do that? I thought I only know. Jews did Maybe it. Maybe it it's is a Jews. thing. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. But you're Christian like, and Jewish, so I don't know why you're... You're, well, like, you're the only one here they mix who together. should know about that. They mix that together. Answer. I'm sorry. It gets, uh, <laughs> the, the lines get blurred. Especially when we're drunk on Narragansett and Colada. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so you got... Almost all of that right. I'm skimming through the APR article. Uh, The one thing I did want to mention was the last paragraph of this article because I found it funny. The consignment was intercepted in the Belgian port of Antwerp in early February, spokesperson at the Belgian Customs Administration said on Friday, and it was destined for Germany. It was intercepted. Like like they were carrying freaking like like cocaine or something. The the, the, the French special forces landed on that ship. They secured the container. And when they were done surrendering to Belgium officials, (laughs) all of the cans were crushed. (laughs) This season on the wire. (laughs) Anyway, it's a travesty. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing else, Dan. That's all. All right, gents. You ready to wrap this up? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sounds like an hour. (laughs) It's almost been an hour, but we're we're almost there anyway. All right. So talked a lot about a lot in this uh, episode, but 
you know, I kind of skimmed through the whole little process of what you people need to do. We talked about the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. We really could get hit on YouTube. We are a growing channel. We don't even have like a whole bunch of shit going on for us on YouTube right now. So, for the love of Christ... Please subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> Don't want to come off desperate, guys. <laughs> Give us a five-star review. Check us out on Rumble and YouTube, even though, you know, YouTube might get a little sketchy after mm-hmm. this one. Help us out by smashing that like button, or it's, I think it's called Rumble. Give us a Rumble on Give Rumble. Us, it's like it's yeah. very confusing. Why are you calling it the same thing as the name of the platform? Yeah. I got my thoughts on Rumble, but I have to be nice to them right yes, now. Yes, <laughs> I feel like if I was like at a bar and asked a girl to give me a Rumble, it would have a totally <laughs> yeah. different well, You got to go to the bathroom for that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah, I'm going behind the dumpster. That's but... like a reverse Blumpkin or something. Oh. <laughs> well, you could always just say, like, hey, baby, you ready to Rumble? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, that, that really is. Yeah, sued by uh, Michael Buffer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he doesn't own that. Does he? I think he does. He does he own that. People, they can't say, oh, "Let's get ready to rumble," unless oh he says it. God. I can oh. verify what Moses is saying. Yeah, that's oh it's like God, something that's so, so fucking stupid. It's like it's like the Trump thing with your fire. Yeah. You own that. That's sense. So you own that. Stupid. You can just own words and colors now. Yeah. It's called capitalism, yeah, Dan. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't hate this country and stop drinking fucking Bud Light for two seconds, Christ Almighty, I got bourbon over here for you. <laughs> for now, first of all. <laughs> Until Big Beer takes that away, they're going to slap a homo on that, too. We're smashing these fucking bottles. If you're going to be smashing those bottles, make sure you <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> Share this video with your friends. And, of course, subscribe to our channels. You can also follow us on social media. We're at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Locals. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider contributing to us on Locals. We got a lot of interesting things coming up. Maybe some events in the future that we might share with you. We need to get that figured out. But you can help us do that type of stuff by contributing to us on Locals. So for Moses, Justin, and you were Bod Wags. What the hell was your name? Uh, I'm Bog. Bog. Bog Wade. I'm glad. Wades. Wades. I feel like Primus should be closing us now. I'm John the Fisherman. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. And until next time, this is Loud and Drunk. Unless we're on YouTube. Maybe it might not be Loud and Drunk on YouTube anymore. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.